0: Happy Friday, everyone! Welcome back to Unbothered. Your host Josh here. Let me start off by asking a question: You know what the best time to do anything is, like a podcast, when there's breaking news. So, breaking news that Kyrie Irving requested trade. I'm going to talk about that. So, then a follow-up question to my podcast-related question is: When's the best time to request a trade? let somebody know, you know, if I'm about to quit my job, leave work, and don't want to return, when's the best time to tell someone, Kyrie thought I'm going to tell them Friday because who works Saturday, Sunday? My bosses have off. It's nice to relax on the weekend. No, let's cause them some stress Saturday and Sunday. That's the way to do it. Don't want to tell them, you know, The Monday through Wednesday period, so they can really think about it and contemplate it during their work hours during the weekends. Let's drop this Bob Autumn Friday. Kyrie, I wouldn't do it, but I sure as heck respect you for being you. I mean, I can't wait to dive into Kyrie Irving some more. Then I'm going to get into Dylan Brooks. Latest scuffle last night, then Derek Carr made an interesting quip during the Pro Bowl games yesterday. I react to that, where he should go. Then Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy G possible destinations. So let's get into it with Kyrie Irving. Now, I usually don't start off the show with NBA. But when there's a big piece of news developing like Kyrie Irving requesting a trade, uh, that's kind of where you have to start off with things. So Kyrie Irving, can't believe it. I mean, nothing like doing some work. And having breaking news come across your phone that Kyrie Irving is requesting a trade. Just when we thought the drama was over with Kyrie Irving, a few months ago it was the, the Amazon-tweeted book that was controversial with the film and all that nonsense. And Anti-Semitic and he was basically suspended and you had all that. Then KD gets injured. And Kyrie Irving has been balling out. He's been playing well. And just when we thought, hey, maybe the Nets can pick up some steam here. They play good with KD. Imagine KD back. This could be a formidable team. Just when you think that's going to happen, Kyrie Irving says, nah, fam. Uh, I'm Kyrie. And Kyrie's going to do what Kyrie wants to do. And this is perfect. Oh, Kyrie. Now, the report is... Kai Bay for Brooklyn Nets it offered a contract extension to him. It was not the max contract for max dollars, max years, but more importantly, there were stipulations in the contract that his side, his camp, didn't like and balked at. Uh, who knows exactly what the stipulations are? That's not been broke yet. Uh, could it be on games and conduct? It probably is something like that, but. Kyrie Irving has requested a trade. Now, I was shocked when I saw this. I guess I should be too shocked because during the summer, you know, he requested a trade and wanted out, and, you know, the Lakers looked to be the only suitor. Then he decided to come back, and KD requested a trade, and just poor nuts. I mean, again, Joe I feel bad for the guy. But here you have Kyrie Irving requesting a trade. And the trade deadline is this Thursday coming up. So six days from now, February 9th. So you have this. Looks like the biggest team interested is, of course, the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, that seems to have been the biggest market for them over the summer. From what's been reported, doesn't look like things have changed much. But it looks to be the Lakers would be the frontrunners front runners for a Kyrie trade. And it just makes too much sense. Uh, you know, you, when you say some people are bigger than the sport, at the time it just is like Tom Brady is was always the biggest name in the NFL. You know, people that hated him thought that, you know, things somehow just always worked in his favor. And maybe it did, maybe it didn't, but... He's always recognized as the GOAT, though things went well for Tom Brady. I think he was able to manipulate quite a few things behind the strings to benefit him. To me, the same is said with LeBron. LeBron is the biggest name still in all of basketball at age 38, year 20, playing fantastic basketball. So, why not this just be the perfect time to. Uh, you know, yesterday night, early this morning, talked about hey, Russell Westbrook. There's some trade interest now for some other teams. They like the role that Darvin Ham has found for him. Uh, jazz are interested. Oh, then a few hours later, oh, Kyrie Irving requested a trade. I think LeBron is saying, "Hey, me, AD, Kyrie, please," and. Uh, The Lakers need to do this. They need to find a way to get this. Now, there's various trades they could do. They could do the Russell Westbrook, two draft picks swap for Kyrie. Uh, They could have more in-depth trades, the two first-round picks with Westbrook and, let's say, Lonnie Walker for a Kyrie Joe Harris or a Kyrie Seth Curry. They wanted to add Patrick Beverly and a couple other pieces. They could get both of them. But... Here when people were saying the Lakers are done making big deals, and here is Kyrie Irving requesting a trade, the Lakers need to go out and do this deal. Kyrie Irving has been playing sensational this year. Uh, One of his best seasons so far. Uh, He's played great without KD. This year he is averaging 27 points. Again, tied for his career high. Five rebounds, five assists. Great. Those are great numbers, all-star numbers. He is an all-star starter, playing fantastic, uh, hasn't gotten injured. It's just been basically the games he was suspended, he's been available. Uh, shooting around 50% from a field, 37 38% from three. Free throw line, again, he's great, 90%. So he is a terrific shooter. And this is someone the Lakers want. And again, LeBron has been healthy this year. He's been great. Kyrie's been healthy and great, and AD has missed a few games, but for the most part, when he's played, he's been great. So if you're the Lakers, you want to do this. The Lakers, you know, to me, can't get the first seed. To me, that's, you know, really, I think, going to go to Denver this year. But the Lakers are only five and a half games out of third place. They can realistically go on a crazy run with AD. LeBron, and Kyrie. In the NBA, yes, your depth players show up, uh, but it is a star-driven league. It's not like the NFL where you can rely on guys like Julian Edelman, and Chris Hogan, not the best wide receivers like the Julio Jones, the Randy Mosses, and go out and win championships like the NBA. Usually it's a talent level. It's been the Warriors with their big three, the Splash Brothers. Last year they retooled and were great. But tell me this, Lakers, LeBron, A.D., Kyrie, nobody would have a three better than that in the West. And I'm just talking about the West here. No one would have three better than that. You have LeBron James, who is averaging 30 points a game, and Anthony Davis averaging 27. You add in Kyrie, who's averaging another 27, nobody in the East, can contend with that. Denver Nuggets have Jocic, who's averaging 25. Again, less than those three players, and then behind them, you've got Jamal Murray, Aaron Gordon. Do we trust Michael Porter Jr. to be healthy? For the rest of the year? so you've got that issue with the Grizzlies. You've got Ja, who's been fantastic, but outside of him, and you know Desmond Bain, who's been injured some this year. It's Jared Jackson's been inconsistent. Dylan Brooks has just been a punk. So, uh, and especially after the Shannon Sharp incident, Memphis has just been skating by at 500. So uh, their kind of mystique and greatness to start the year have quickly faded. The Sacramento Kings, do you trust the Kings outside of De'Aaron Fox and uh, DeMontis Sabanis? Uh, I'm sorry, that's not a team I look at and say that's a viable contender. Dallas, it's Luka. It's the Luka show, and it's going to continue to be the Luka show unless they get somebody. Maybe they look at getting Tyree. Who knows? The Clippers, I still don't trust Kawhi Leonard and Paul George together. They've been good together, but the health is still one major area of concern. The Timberwolves, again, outside of Anthony Edwards and Kat. D'Lo seems to be uninterested. They don't seem to want him there. Rudy Gobert seems to be the worst trade in NBA history. Uh, that, to me, is going to really reset blockbuster trades where they got like five draft picks and pick swaps, like three pick swaps for Rudy Gilbert. Uh, talk about Timberwolves getting absolutely fleeced. At least this will change when blockbusters are done because I don't think a player can ever go for that amount again after Rudy Gobert. So future managers can thank Rudy Gobert for that, considering how bad that has really gone for them. Phoenix. Phoenix is a mess. Uh, Devin Booker was great when he's been in. He's missed the past month, month or so with a groin injury. And outside of Devin Booker, you know, DeAndre ayton has been all right. But Chris Paul declining. Mikhail Bridges is a role player, not a bona fide star. So... Don't trust the Suns this year. The Utah Jazz, nice story. Golden State could get it going, but they're older and haven't played well this year. And then the Pelicans, another team that I think's taken a step back when it looked like they had some momentum last year to get it going. Then you got the Lakers in there. Lakers, with those three players, is a force to be reckoned with in the West. I think Darvin Ham is an excellent coach. He's done it. Excellent job uh, so far with his team uh, with the Lakers. Uh, they've really bought into Darvin Ham. Again, think he is—he's a tremendous coach. Uh, so if they can get something, get Kyrie there with AD and LeBron, uh, that opens up their championship window. And we, me, a lot of people thought it was closed. You know, we're just wasting. Another year of LeBron's greatness, he ain't even going to be involved in a real playoff run. This could really change the perception of a lot of things in the NBA if Kyrie goes to the Lakers. Uh, it was reported to that if he doesn't get dealt, uh, it looks like he won't sign You know, with them in free agency, so, so he'd leave in free agency anyways. So it is an interesting scenario situation again. Gotta love Kyrie for being Kyrie unrelentlessly, not caving into anyone. Request that trade, Kyrie. Lakers, please do the smart thing and go out and get this man. Here we are. Kyrie requesting a trade. This is what I love about sports content, content itself with sports and sports media. Just when one thing starts to be dying down. Another thing picks itself back up. It's, you know, quiet week before the Super Bowl, and Tyree said, I'm giving something for the people out there. I'm requesting this trade. So, love talking about it. Hopefully it goes to the Lakers in the next six days. Next up, let's stick with the NBA. Dylan Brooks is involved in yet another shuffle. What is it with this man? Uh... Yesterday, he got into it with Donovan Mitchell, hit him below the belt. Dirty move. But Dylan Brooks has got a history, as Donovan Mitchell said. He's been doing this for years now. More recently, in the NBA Finals, or uh, in the semifinals, he did it to Gary Payton. Uh, He literally, like two weeks ago, just got into it with Shannon Sharp on the sideline of the Lakers game. And then now Donovan Mitchell... uh, I'm sorry, Donovan Mitchell, I know you're frustrated, you're upset, but you're just not that guy. Now, Dylan Brooks likes to pride himself on guarding the best offensive player on the other team, doing his best to slow him down, but sometimes these guys just can't be slowed down. Donovan Mitchell is one of those guys. He is an elite scorer of a basketball. Donovan Mitchell is one of the best offensive players in basketball. He can't stop Donovan Mitchell. A lot of people can't stop Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell's got 70 already in a game this year. Some guys is harder to stop than others. But what does Dylan Brooks do every time he can't uh, stop somebody? He jaws with them, takes a cheap shot. That's the nature of Dylan Brooks. Now, Dylan Brooks... Better be careful. He could get suspended for his actions. But his idiotic play can cost the Grizzlies seeding come playoff time. Could cost him games in the playoffs. Uh, but Dylan Brooks is doing some, some things that are really dumb for his team. Not helping them win games. Now, maybe he should work on his offensive game a bit more. Start working on creating shots for other players. Making shots. But getting into these scuffles where, you know, it benefits the other team, it really gets the other team going, not own. It's what it seems like because, guess what, injured Gary Payton in the semifinals. Guess what? Warriors went on to win that series. Got into it with Shannon Sharp. Guess what? LeBron saw. LeBron rides with Shannon Sharp. Lakers won that game. Now you got into it, down to the Mitchell last night. Guess what? Donovan Mitchell's boy, Darius Garland, said, we're going to be just fine without you, Donovan. I'm going to bring it this home, carry the fort. And that's exactly what Darius Garland and the Cavs did. So, Brooks, might be time for you to just stop the talking, get back to the basics, start winning some games before you come out anymore, okay? That too much to ask. So, Dylan Brooks, cool down, brother. Next up, let's move on to the NFL. Derek Carr. Derek Carr was at the Pro Bowl games yesterday. Made a, you know, great quip about uh, his future after a great, uh, you know, skills game, passing type, uh, you know, game that they had there. Uh, and they talked about it, and he said uh, you know, he hasn't been that high. It's probably why I'm going somewhere else, which was probably funny at the time. Then he brought some other things up, like the trigger date for his contract is February 15th, where that's the for $40 million in guarantees, and he said if he wouldn't you know, extend that because that's not the best for him, and I totally agree with that at all. You only want to give uh, the Raiders two more weeks, so It's good for them, Uh, so we'll see where he actually ends up going. But there is, to me, two places in mind that make the most sense. And I'll just throw out a third there just to throw it out. The first is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, I'm coming to this with the mindset of this division is really bad. Atlanta is stuck with Desmond Ritter and uh, Marcus Mariota for quarterback. Kind of a talent depleted roster. Yes, they won some games at seven and ten, but they're not a great team by any means. Saints, they're still looking for a quarterback post, Drew Brees. Uh, Jameis Winston is not the answer neither. Is Andy Dalton? Michael Thomas won't be with the team after this year as well. They got a nice receiver in Chris Olave, but they need a quarterback. Uh, decent defense, but it is getting older. Carolina won some games with Sam Darnold. Frank Wright's a head coach. But again, offensive line is a mess. Secondary is a mess as well. Then you get to Tampa. Tampa just made the playoffs at 8 and 9. Not Brady's best year, but to the standards that we just watched Tampa Bay with the two years before, it was nobody's best year. So, Derek Carter, with those weapons, with Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, Russell, uh, Gage, uh, healthy offensive line. If Tristan Wurst comes back healthy, he is, you know, the second best right tackle to Lane Johnson. Ryan Jensen comes back. He's the second best center to, uh, Jason Kelsey. Shaq Mason's a top right guard in the game, uh, Donovan Smith, maybe if he takes a holding penalty, so this offensive line could be good. Defense is aging a bit, but they can still be a top 15, top 10 unit in the league. So that's an intriguing option of, hey, we want to keep on winning and we don't want to throw in the towel just yet. Derek Carr is an interesting option. Next up, I got the Washington Commanders. I think this is viable coming from a place where, hey, Philadelphia's fourteen and three. Very in our division, very in the Super Bowl. Dallas is twelve and five. I think they're gonna stay there around that mark and make the playoffs with a very talented roster. Then you got the Giants who are up and coming. They beat us with Brian Dable, Daniel Jones, Saquon. It's hey, we have a possibility of all of us getting to the playoffs. But hey, we were a quarterback short. We were Carson Wentzian's interceptions away and. uh Heineke could have made some more plays. Who knows there? I think Carson Wentz is done. You have Heineke and Sam Howell. Found the commanders, I'm taking a look at Derek Carr saying, hey, can this propel us to the playoffs, get us in a better sort of spot? Who knows? But those are, to me, are the two most realistic trade destinations. I'll just throw out a third one, and that's the 49ers. And to me, this is a smart move because Derek Carr, he does have some arm strength, has arm power, he can work an offense, and in this San Francisco 49er offense, he wouldn't be asked to be Superman for this team. Kyle Shanahan, strong in the run game, dials up, great plays, great, great play caller, so Derek Carr would just have to efficiently move the offense. Would not be asked to do anything outside of his comfort zone? And I think it works because Brock Purdy is out for six months with the UCL injury. Uh, I was high on Trey Lance out of a draft, but after these surgeries and kind of watching him so far in preseason and other games, not sold on Trey Lance. So if I'm the Niners, I might entertain this. If it happens or if I'm entertaining it, I might ask Derek Carr, like, hey, uh, any way you'd, you know, restructure your contract, to be with us because I think Derek Carr would be able to operate Kyle Shanahan's offense. Uh, he's also a guy that doesn't get injured a ton as well, which you kind of want in maybe a conference championship game or a game against the Eagles. That might be something big. So you have that there uh, for San Francisco. So Derek Carr. Likely to be gone around February 15th. We'll see then. But speaking of San Francisco, and one Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is at the Pebble Beach Pro-Am playing little golf, and he said he isn't going to San Fran. I kind of laughed when I read this. I don't know why, who exactly your reporter or how this came up at the Pebble Beach Pro-Am uh, about him going to San Francisco. I know he's from the Bay Area. Uh, I think he still is hurt that they could have selected him, and he did it. But to me, the funniest takeaway was the 49ers don't want you. They don't even need you. They don't. Uh, This is a team that beat you in back-to-back years with Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback. Uh, they had the one game in San Fran, Raheem Moster running all over you. They had the one in Green Bay, and Jimmy G played Aaron Rodgers. So I don't think Kyle Shanahan's and John Lynch are going, hey, I think we need Aaron Rodgers. I think they're going, it doesn't matter what quarterback we got, we can still beat that old bum. So I, you know, respect for Aaron Rodgers, but I'm sorry, San Francisco doesn't want you. They don't need you. It's just not the move to me that's realistic for them. To me, the move for Aaron Rodgers, considering reports that hey, trade is more likely every day, if he doesn't stay with the Packers, to me it's the Las Vegas Raiders or the New York Jets. It's that's the move. Uh, to me, the biggest one is the Las Vegas Raiders. Devonte Adams seems to be fine with it after his tweet. If you know Rogers moving into the neighborhood, he'd be fine with it. And to me, Las Vegas Raiders were kind of public on going all in on Brady. Now it's time to pivot and get Aaron Rodgers. Uh, And to me, it works well because there's already a great amount of chemistry between Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. I highly doubt that evaporates in just one year, especially since a lot of their great plays were off script. I think that benefits this team. And then you have Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, a decent decent offensive line. I think that benefits Las Vegas. To me, that's a move for the Las Vegas Raiders is to go out and get Aaron Rodgers uh, in order to compete with the Patrick Mahomes, who's playing in the Super Bowl. Justin Herbert, who's going to have a better offensive coordinator in Kellen Moore. And the Denver Broncos, who just massively upgraded a head coach for Sean Payton. Uh, If Las Vegas wants to not finish in last place next year, the move's to go get Aaron Rodgers. Now, the other possible move, I think, is the Jets. The Jets would catapult them to the top with the Bills here, considering they were, to me, a real quarterback out from missing the playoffs. They'd instantly be favored over Miami, considering Tua is not a great quarterback. Uh, Defense is a mess. New England, we'll see. I like Bill O'Brien. I think that's a great move. I think they leapfrog Miami. Uh, I think the Jets could also leapfrog Miami. But then you'd have a lot of good coaches and good teams, really, in the AFC East uh, if you were to get Aaron Rodgers for the Jets. So I think that's a logical move there for the Jets. So I like Aaron Rodgers with either the Raiders or the Jets. And same, I'm kind of that same theme, theme, theme with Jimmy G. Sam a friend. Kyle Shanahan says he does not envision any scenario in which Jimmy G is still with the team. So, where's Jimmy G going to go? And I'm going to say either of the other places that Aaron Rodgers doesn't go to. So, if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, I think Jimmy G should go to the Raiders. If uh, Aaron Rodgers goes to the Raiders, I think he should, he should go to the Jets. That's kind of how I view it. If Aaron Rodgers stays with the Packers or retires, he can go to either one of those teams. But I think that's also a team for, you know, that would suit Jimmy G with weapons. It's, you know, with the Jets, it's the familiarity there with Coach Robert Sala, who was with San Francisco. Young Weapons and Garrett Wilson. A good running game in Brees Hall. Elijah Barrett Tucker coming back. Offensive lineman helps out. Strong defense. Just having a better, more mature quarterback who, you know, players love him. Tripp Williams, George Kittle, uh, Debo Samuel, well-respected guy in the locker room. I think will help him in uh, there in Las Vegas. Maybe a less than ideal situation because the defense isn't there, but you make up for it with the abundance of weapons. So you just really have to go out and prove himself. But definitely a scenario there. So I'm looking forward to it. If Aaron Rodgers goes anywhere, Jimmy G, it's going to be great. But biggest piece of news yet so far is Kyrie Irving requesting that trade. Let's see if it culminates to anything this weekend. If not, we'll see you next week. I hope everyone has a great weekend. Talk to you all later. Bye, everybody.